hello everybody um that's gonna possibly listen to this probably just my mom and my grandma and karis um oh and megan and probably hannah <laughs> um so probably like three people but probably mostly just my mom and my grandma so hey mom hey nana um i don't know i wanted to start a podcast and now i feel like i sound like an idiot <laughs> I'm literally right now, I'm currently sitting in my bed, um, Alyssa's just been screaming at me because I touched one of her towels, and I'm soaking my belly button with a shot glass because she threw away the cap that I was using, so that's interesting, yeah, my belly button's like, oh, not just my belly button, my belly button piercing, I'm not just like randomly soaking my belly button, but, <coughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know why it won't heal, but whatever, that's besides the point, anyways, so... I don't really know what these podcasts are going to be about. I'm really, like, I'm talking quiet because I feel awkward, too. I don't want, like, my family to know that I'm just sitting in my room talking to myself. But anyways, um, today, um, Megan asked me, oh, I mean, today someone, anonymous someone, <laughs> asked me <laughs> to talk about, uh, being alone and, like, dealing with life being, like, not lonely but like not a loner exactly either but like being happy being alone so we're gonna jump into that i um i forgot to mention that i'm doing a podcast because i am um alone and lonely and (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm doing a podcast because i want to start like creating things again and also i want i think it's it's hmm, i can't talk so i don't even know why i'm trying to do a podcast i literally am so bad at speaking but i think it's gonna be cool to look back and like a year or two and like see what my mental state was at (laughs) I mean my like you know like my thoughts and like my look on life I just think it's like a little time capsule so that's the goal with this um no one's literally gonna listen I doubt anyone I even know is gonna listen to this all the way through but I'm gonna try to make it pretty short like I don't want it to be like an hour of me just talking about nothing so that's what I'm planning on doing with these I don't even have a name for the podcast I don't even know if I'm gonna post this anywhere I don't even know if I can put this on Spotify, but I'm going to try. So, okay, now let's jump into being happy while being alone. Okay, I put a little, like, black fluffy thing on this, my mic, so, oh, someone just texted me. So, I hope that you can hear better with this on. I don't even know, because, like, I, I, like, re-listened to what I just said, and it was like, so, hopefully, hopefully this is a little bit better. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, so, being alone. Um... As a child, growing up, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing, um, I always, okay, I'm laughing because I've always had this mentality of, like, I feel like I'm so alone, and, like, <laughs> I know I'm not, like, I know I have a big family, and I have, like, a lot of friends, but, uh, well, I don't have a lot of friends, but I have a good, couple good friends, um, <clears throat> God, Liz, I don't know what I'm even gonna say in this, I'm literally just, like, rambling, okay, get my thoughts together, so, I'm gonna start from childhood, <laughs> I was weird. I was a weird little kid. Um, and I always like was so dramatic because you know, like you watch those Disney movies and stuff and like you kinda like base your life off of them and like think like certain characters are you or whatever. And I always for some reason like really confided in the like little girls that were a extreme mess and like didn't know what they were doing with their lives and like they like everyone like looked at them differently. Um, I was dramatic. I don't know why I thought this, but, like, even when I would go to, like, I'd be in, like, the grocery store with my mom and, um, like, my three other siblings and stuff, and they would just be walking, like, living, literally living a normal life, 
and I would be, <laughs> I would, I would I, this is funny to me, this might just be like really weird to someone else, but I would walk like 15 feet behind and then I would like slow down and see if they would like turn around and notice me and like, <laughs> I'm realizing now that that's like so weird to do, but like in my head I was like, I feel like no one notices me. Um. I was completely wrong. Like, everyone, like, my mom just was, like, trying to shop. She was, like, why is this girl just, like, slowing down and being weird? Um, my mom was also just a busy woman, so she's always just kind of, like, let us figure stuff out, and I figured out that that was a really weird thing for me to do, so I stopped doing it. Okay, now for, like, my teenage years, um, I just sat up, too, so my voice is probably going to sound a little bit different, but, um, so, I mean, I'm only 20 years old, so I still obviously have, like, a lot of life to live and a lot of, um things to experience and obviously my opinion on this like being alone and loving being alone is going to change uh, but right now in my current life like I feel like my entire life has led up to loving myself and being alone and like truly enjoying being alone and like figuring myself out so I'm thankful for the loneliness and I'm only saying that because now I can look back everything I've been through and all the people and everything that's happened and be thankful for it now but we're going to step back into my teenage years of Oh gosh, so much happened. So if we're being honest, like, I mean, at least like as a preteen, I was like super like, I don't give a crap about, I don't know if I'm going to cuss on here, but I was like, I don't give a crap about anybody. I don't care if anybody says anything about me. And this was just coming from a place of hurt, if we're being really honest. Um, I've been through a lot of friendship stuff. I, even when I was really super young, like was going through friendship stuff, um, my childhood best friend, Megan, um, has seen me through all of my weird stages and stuff, and, um, this was one stage that, like, really dominated my life for a long part of it was, like, I don't care, I don't need anybody, and, um, I'm gonna forever be alone, and, like, it made me super, um, not, like, cynical, I don't know a word for it, but I was just, like, hating everything, and instead of, like, trying to figure out myself and, like, figure out how to, like, um be happy in the season that I was in I was just angry at everything and I took it out on my family I took it out on my friends I, I'm sure I took it out on Megan which I have apologized for because the girl I used to be was like a mess but um for sure I took it out on my family for sure and I think I let it reflect in my friendships a lot which was not healthy so that being said, I clearly have gone through a lot of random waves. First, I started out with feeling so alone and then basically making myself a victim. And then I made myself not the victim um, as a preteen. And then my teenage years, I was pretty numb. And I think I had let um, everybody else change who I was. And I kind of like let go of pieces of myself. And that was really hard to recover from. Um, Even like just being like 18 to 20 years old has been like the hardest years of my life. I'm really getting deep here. I didn't think I would be doing this, but I kind of got to, to like, cause being alone is like, like the hardest thing I feel like people have to deal with. Like, I feel like to some people, this is like the biggest thing ever for me right now, currently in my life, I do not care. Um, so hopefully maybe I can give like a little bit of help to people who are like really struggling on being alone. So I'm going to give some advice and, um, I'm usually like the friend that gives advice to people even though I haven't really experienced a lot of, like, relationship stuff, I've experienced a lot of friendship stuff. Um, I've also experienced a lot of being alone. And personally, for me personally, where I'm at in my life currently, I love being alone. Um, there's nothing I'd rather do than sit in my room, read a book, or take a nap 
all alone but I also like it's weird because my love language is quality time so I do also understand the importance of having people there um so I'm gonna get into friendships really quick I don't even know how long this podcast already is but I'm sorry if so I know the person that asked this question is wondering um how to deal with being alone after a relationship that's mostly what I'm gonna get into because good lord there's a lot of friendship stuff that I've been through that I could talk about but we're gonna focus on relationships because I have been in very few um very very small amount of relationships um men so just kidding um we love men we love men here (laughs) so the few relationships that I've been in have uh been awful so um one of them cheated on me the other one threw a chair on me and the other one well I'm not really gonna talk about that one because it's kind of recent and I also just don't want um anything to come out of that and I feel bad for the dude. So, anyways, <laughs> um, for me, I've mostly like put my energy into my friendships. <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> I'm like having like a hard time talking. Like clearly, I don't really know what the problem is. Anyways, for me, I've had a hard time with um friendships and stuff. With relationships, I've always, I've honestly just like sat back and like really watched my friends get in relationships. This is for several reasons. One being, I've seen them get so hurt. I've seen my friends grow, go, grow, grow and go through some really crappy situations um, that I personally just don't want to be put in. I also have a hard time trusting people just from all the friendship stuff that's happened. And also, um, I'm like, I have discernment too. And so it's hard to like give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I truly wish I could just like fall in love like some of my friends do and like ignore all the red flags. <laughs> um <laughs> that sounds bad but like they do they do that's what they do it's like they ignore the red flags and they fall in love and like they kind of fall in love with the idea of someone and like there's also so um sorry I'm a little all over the place but my friend one of my good friend Hannah she um she I don't want to I don't like out her but like she goes to a therapist (laughs) I'm sure she won't care if I say this but um and one time her like therapist told her about like being meshed with people I don't know if that's the right word I think it is but it's like when you get in like friendships or relationships um some mostly this happens if they're narcissistic which good lord we've had a few instances with those kind of people but um i don't know if you just heard that but that was my dad yelling yeah i don't really know why um i hope they can't hear me talking to myself it's really awkward but anyways so you can become like meshed with these people and it normally happens with narcissistic people because they want you to become them and like basically be under their control which um so it's kind of like inevitable that that's gonna happen if you get in a relationship with a narcissistic person not well I can't talk narcissistic person so um that being said this can happen with healthy friendships too if we're being honest like I think it's kind of basically like becoming codependent on one another but it's also like the weaker link uh, in the friendship or relationship completely like absorbs the other person I have done this um I've been I mean, I've been considered a super strong person my entire life. Like, everyone's always told me, oh, you're so strong. Like, you're such a, like, spitfire. Like, you're crazy and stuff. And I'm always like, I really don't feel like I am. But I just like to stand up and, like, talk back. I don't like it. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I do like it. Mom, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. But anyways, so this happens in relationships and stuff. And you become so absorbed in their life. You start living their life. Like, your their favorite color is, like, you have it ready to go if they ask like what's my favorite color you're like oh I know this like you you kind of like it's kind it, it's I don't really know why you know I'm not a therapist I'm just like saying my friend told me 
Um, and it helped me a lot because it helped me realize like I did that in a lot of friendships and like you when you do that you slowly lose pieces of yourself and like and once you step out of those relationships and friendships like you feel less and less of a person and so for me um, ever since I was really really young I did this with a lot of people um, and it left me when I was I think well, I was 19 um, I finally realized and uh, um I also realized that, like, I had no sense of self and, like, you don't really know who you are. Um, and I think this is why it's so hard for people to be alone. Um, because, like, figuring out who we are is one of the hardest things. And it's really not talked about enough. Like, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, find yourself, love yourself and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like we put our identity in so many relationships and things and sports and activities and things and like and movies and like even when I was doing when I was like a little kid like putting my identity in a Disney character or like Ramona and Beezus like I really felt like I was Ramona um I don't know why I sounded like my nose was clogged when I just said that but anyways um <laughs> so I feel like we just I mean as a society I feel like it's like normalized as a society I don't know why I'm talking like this <clears throat> but anyways it is normalized and like you idealize someone else like everybody wants to be someone else um which is sad because that's not the way God intended it to be for us um but anyways so when I was 19 years old I realized this um this was one of the worst cases of this happening to me um I hope no one ever endures what I endures is that a word endures endures that doesn't sound right but anyways I hope no one endures what I endured <laughs> Um, because it was not fun, and I honestly, for being 100% honest, I am still healing from it, but it's super hard, but okay, now for advice, now that I've gotten through, like, all that, and just talked for, like, freaking 45 minutes, it feels like, um, how to go and grow from that, ooh, that was a good one, Elena, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna hate this later, I feel like, but anyways, so, what I've done is, I, I mean, for the first couple weeks, you know, you got to sit on your couch and cry. You got to go hug your mommy. You got to go ask your dad for some money to buy yourself some chocolate. Like, you just got to, you got to deal. Um, that's what I did. I finally opened up to my family about it, which that also is another thing. Like, talk to people about it because you're not alone. You're really not. Like, you, as much as you feel like you're just, like, sitting there drowning and, like, don't know what to do, don't know who to reach out to, there's a lot of people that do care. Um, I'm one of them. I know my family and friends are going to watch this. I'm one of them, guys. If you ever feel like this, call me. But anyways, um, that really helped me a lot. And I'm very thankful for my family and friends <coughs> who saw me for who I was, even though I didn't know who I was. Um, and so really just, like, taking those first couple weeks to, like, be like, okay, it's okay that I feel like this. It's normal. It's totally normal that you feel like this because someone has just stripped away your entire, like, sense of self. So the second step um, for me was focusing on God because that's a relationship that I should be meshed with that I'm unfortunately not and I should be focused on that more. I am now and I'm very glad and ha I'm very, very thankful for where I'm at now. But back then, you know, you, that's another thing is like you get so distracted from God because you're like so focused in on this person's life and it sucks. Um, this happens in relationships. One of my friend, my good friends, she was in like a three or four year long relationship and um, she came, became so completely involved with that person. And then once they broke up, it's like almost impossible to figure out like what to do with your life, especially at such a young age. Like, 
growing up and like learning all this stuff it just sucks sucks being a person having to deal with stuff but like it's just exhausting having to live someone else's life so once you're like done doing that you're kind of just like numb that's where I was at but um instead of finding my identity and friendships and stuff I started trying to work and like find my identity in God and also working on forgiveness for a lot of the stuff I've been through and a lot of stuff that people have put me through um forgiving them and realizing that like it honestly helped me get to where I am now was really important so that's step two is just kind of like evaluating and like trying to let go of just the crap that you've been through because like I feel like everyone has really gone through it and especially just the way the world is now I feel like I just want to like hug all my friends and keep them in my like front pocket my frocket and like (laughs) just walk around with them all day and like give them ice cream but I can't do that and it sucks because I'm always the friend that's like no let me help you and stuff I'm, I'm not good at like taking help and so once I got to like the worst point in my life so far at least I mean who knows what else could happen um I had to step back and I had to receive that ice cream I had to get in someone's frocket <laughs> I just made myself laugh it's really sad but anyways um but yeah that was hard for me too is like accepting that and like not being the rock for myself because you can't like you can't do that you can't you're not alone um even if you feel like you're alone and God is always there that has been a blessing is also finding a good church to get involved with I'm very thankful for the Hannah's church that's just like absorbed me in and like I'm already singing worship for like sixth graders I think there's sixth graders um so that's been really cool and that has helped me a lot okay but now we're gonna go to step three which is the fun step not saying that God is not fun that's not what I was just trying to say I realized that just came off wrong but this step is just the like the step that honestly really really helps oh wait no that sounds bad the step that um um I don't know how to put this correctly (sighs) okay I worded that really not great but anyways um we're just gonna ignore that and we're gonna call this step the creative step or like the finding myself step because you can find your identity in Christ and you can work on like opening up to your family and having a support system but at the end of the day it is a choice um it's a choice that you can make and you can be like you know what I am gonna find myself and I'm gonna figure out what I like and what I what I don't like and I've told my friends this several times when I'm giving advice to my friends that are going through stuff I'm like I'm like you need to work on you you need to focus on you and I tell them that all the time and it wasn't until I was put in the position where I had to do it where I realized this is actually really difficult and one of the reasons I'm starting this podcast is because I'm trying to find things that I like to do I'm actually really enjoying talking to myself sitting in my room looking at nothing like looking no one in the eyes and just talking to myself um, for some reason, this is actually really therapeutic. I might not even be posting this, so that's even more therapeutic for me because I feel like I could say anything, but I do still need to be careful what I say. But anyways, okay, sorry. I'm like going on a rant. Um, this step is one of the hardest because, I mean, you're sitting there with no sense of self, like feeling like you, I mean, it is abuse. It is a form of abuse and like healing from abuse takes a really long time, like a really, really long time. I, I mean, I know so many people have gone through so many things and I don't know how they heal from it. My mom being one of them, she's gone through so much crap. I don't know how she is the woman that she is today. I really don't understand it, but I don't say I really look up to it and it has helped me through a lot of things because a lot of my situations I look at and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's not really that big a deal. So it's helped me. Um, thank God for that woman and everything she's been through. Same with my dad. They did, anyways, okay, I don't, I don't know why I'm like I'm talking about all this. Okay, so, <clears throat> so what I tell my friends is I'm like, go out and 
find something you like to do. When me and uh, my friend Hannah, we were both really going through it. Uh, we made a list of things that we have never done before. And we were going to go out and like try them. And honestly, we didn't do that. But I do think that's a good idea. We didn't do it because life um, got a hold of us. And like we're both biology majors at DBU. And like, oh, should I say that? We're both biology majors at some random college. And um, it's a difficult pre-vent and it's a lot of work and so we just didn't have time to like go climb a mountain or like try um feng shui or whatever we did we did just take up gua sha i don't know if anybody knows i don't i mean this is just my family i gotta remember i don't have an audience i don't know what i'm talking like i have like a billion people watching um it's gua sha it's like a jade thingy that you like put on your jaw and like drain your lymphatic whatever um we've been trying it Honestly, I'm really enjoying it. We also just got into, like, hair care and skin care. I don't know why we're, like, shifting, but um, but it's fun. It's, like, fun to experience new things, try new things. I think that that's key to, like, figuring out who you are and, like, figuring out what you like. like. What is your favorite color? Because you've known this other person's favorite color this entire time. Like, what is your actual favorite color? What's your favorite food? What do you like to do? Go find a hobby. Like, this is the hardest step because it's, like, you have to actually go out there and make that choice um instead of just falling back into the pattern of using someone as a distraction so i don't really know what else to say on that i could keep grambling and rambling um i'm pro- i don't know what i'm gonna talk about in my next podcast either i don't even know if this podcast is good i'm gonna have to go back and listen to it i don't even know how long i've been talking if we're being honest but i don't even know if i can i literally don't know what i'm doing but anyways um i probably sucked at this i probably could have given better advice and i probably could have gone into more detail but that could be next time if anybody watches this, or Hannah, Megan, Karis, Mom, Nana, anybody, Dad, maybe, Alyssa, maybe, Aaron, Isaac, I don't know, give me some advice, give me some stuff to talk about, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about, anyways, thanks for listening, if you listen to this whole thing, I appreciate it, um, and I'm pretty sure I've been talking to myself in my room, like, super loudly tuned at this point, so it's really embarrassing, anyways, okay, bye!